The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. All right, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. Late Sunday night, uh, well after our episode was recorded, it only lasted 40 days. Tom Brady has unretired. Uh, only 40 days. Tom Brady will return to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the 2022 NFL season. And, uh, yeah, this is uh, pretty big. Some people saw it coming, others didn't. But uh, it should be interesting. We'll talk more about it on tomorrow's episode. Now enjoy your t- uh, today's what if. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week of the Two Point Conversation Football Talk for Fans by Fans right here on the network at BICPP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts alongside me for your What If Mondays, Mr. Andrew Lenz. Andrew, how are you? I'm doing good. It is a beautiful morning. The sun is out. We had a snowstorm last night, so. Oh, well, that's why I don't live there anymore. But my lightsabers came in, so that was cool. Yeah, and there's always that plus. But could you go outside and play with your lightsabers? Uh, at 30 years old, no. No, I cannot. Why not? Because. Oh, I okay. I was going to say I would, but my wife I, could get, I could get it. Huh? You'd be laughing. The whole neighborhood would be ha- laughing. All right, so no. everybody else in my neighborhood has, like, expensive cars. They, like, spend money on all these, like, muscle cars that are just loud as fuck. And I can't stand it. I don't care about cars. I care about fun stuff uh, like like these sweet lightsabers that I bought. And uh, yeah, but I'm going to use it for workout purposes. It's not just I'm just buying them to be a dork. I'm using it for a workout, you know. You're buying them for be kind of a dork. Yeah. 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 But I like that, though. That's such a good excuse for buying stuff like that. I don't. Yeah. Most stuff that I buy, it's not just just to have it. There's usually a purpose behind it. Like, you know, my wife, she she was pretty mad at me, but it's like you buy crystals and rocks. You gypsy weirdo. Oh, uh, she does the crystal thing. Yeah. I I have a friend that makes actually makes the crystal necklaces. And she goes to the sportsman's club to get shell casings to okay. make and then she puts the crystal inside the shell casing and oh, kind of clamps cool. it clamps it down and she makes all this stuff by hand. Huh. That's pretty neat. But I'm not into crystals. I no, just thought it's cool that she just uses a straight shell casing. Yeah. Like that's awesome. But the, the the crystal thing, all I can think about is like the dark crystal. <laughs> yeah. Like, to each their own. To each their yeah. own. Let me live. Yeah. Um a couple news drops, uh news things that happened this past weekend. Uh, Amari, well, first, first off, Deshaun Watson, um, for the time being, uh, is cleared of criminal charges. Does not mean that he did not do anything. We want to very, very much specify that. Um, it does not, you know, clear him of any possible wrongdoing, but as far as the legal system goes, um, he has kind of moved past that, that point where now teams are like, okay, 
there's going to be so you know the civil suits and, and little things, but um, he can be traded. A lot of teams were waiting for the news Friday to make that trade. Um, just wanted to acknowledge that uh, you know if he is guilty or not. It's not for us to say. Uh, Max Crosby and the Raiders have agreed on a four-year, ninety-five million dollar extension. Really cool thing. Uh, it was about, I think it was two years to the day that he was sober. Um, he gained sobriety, so I thought that was a really cool little personal story. And uh, something could change between now. We're recording early Sunday morning, but the last bit of news uh, is that uh, the Cowboys are trading Amari Cooper to the Cleveland Browns for a fifth and a sixth round pick. So uh, Cleveland got him out for basically pennies on the dollar. So, so yeah. So that is that. That's your news update of the week uh, weekend. Now it's time for a what if uh, this one. Shout out to our, our 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 Bills fans around here. We grew up yeah. in Bills land, uh, and this is one of those ones that uh, you know we talked. Uh, it's gets often talked about. I think it's another one. Buffalo has a lot of what ifs, and they're in NFL history. A lot of what ifs, the Super Bowls, um, you know, getting certain talents. Yeah. Uh, there's 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 the, the Doug Flutie. You know, there's a lot of what ifs. And every now and then we want to cater to those those poor souls. Um, this one I thought I thought about because this is one I've heard since high school, and I know people don't really think fondly about about this quarterback often because it maybe because of this moment. But uh, we're going to discuss what if Trent Edwards did not get hurt in the 2008 season. All right, big one, uh, yeah. pivotal year. It's the uh, the year Tom Brady tore his ACL in Week One, so instantaneously. The division is wide open. All right. Uh, AFC is wide open. There's going to be a new new champion, so to speak, representing the AFC East. Um, and Buffalo gets off to a good start. They start off 4-0. They uh, drop one to Arizona, and then they beat the Chargers, I think, in week six or seven. So they get off to a 5-1 and one start, which is pretty good, all things considered, for what the Bills have been through. Uh, for the better part of that last decade. Uh, the catch, though, the catch, though, is that in week four, uh, Trent Edwards was hit really, really hard, given a concussion uh, against Arizona. And the player's name is Adrian Wilson, and he never returned. And the Bills got spanked 41-17 by the eventual NFC champions. Uh, came back, yeah, he had a bye week, came back in week seven against the Chargers, and he looked pretty good, went 25 25-30. Helped the Bills win 23 to 14 against uh, you know, this is decent Chargers teams right here. And uh and right. after that, he just tanked. He just fell apart. Uh, a lot of people point to the concussion. There are some injuries and stuff, but for a lot of Bills fans, this is kind of one of those last like what ifs that we I, that we really haven't touched on that a lot of people look back on. And let's 2008 was you know a, a big year for me. That was the start of my senior year of high school. Uh, I remember the, there being excitement or, you know, buzz around Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls High School and the Western New York area in general about where the Bills are at. I mean, Jesus, a, a five and one start for this team who has had tr- quarterback and head coach and roster issues. Uh, this is a big deal. This is a, a really big deal for them. So this is all the Donahoe years, right? Uh, they lure Tom Dick Duran. Um, he would have been. Um, oh, Nathaniel Hackett was head uh, assistant coach here. Yeah, uh, was he still with the Bills as the personnel director? 
I don't see. I, I just remember Russ, this Russ was Brandon was the GM. Okay, so maybe he. All right, this yeah, this is after. Okay, so this is after the Tom Donahoe years. All right, because Tom Donahoe was a big deal. He was uh, executive for the Steelers. And then after Jerry Butler, Jerry Butler left, the Bills kind of like fell apart. That's why there were so many Bills players in San Diego at one point. Okay. Because they hired the Bills old general manager. And then they ended up getting Tom Donahoe from the Steelers and everybody was like, oh yeah, he's going to build a great team. He just spent a lot of money. He just spent a lot of money and really got nothing in return. Let's just say that because <laughs> he was like responsible for drafting JP Lossman, uh, some other maybe good things that Bill's fans might find good. Drew uh, Bledsoe, he spent a bunch of money on Sam Adams, guys of that nature. Okay. Uh, but Trent Edwards, I don't know if you remember this. I remember this. Uh, Bill Walsh gave Trent Edwards his seal of approval. Like he was like, this guy is good. Like to the point where he called up Marv Levy and was like, you guys should draft him. And even though Bill Walsh at this point was kind of, I would say from my knowledge, oh for two when picking quarterbacks, considering he called Rick Meyer, the next Joe Montana and Rick Meyer wasn't even the next Carson Wentz or you know, Jim Plunkett or somebody that was pretty decent. Right. And then there was Carmen Giamazzi. So like you said, Bill's fans had a lot to kind of look at and say, oh my goodness, we could actually be good again. Cause what is this? Nine years, anywhere between what? Eight to 10 years and for the drought as we know it. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, nine years, nine years short of the drought here. Okay, 99. so it's been nine years since, you know, they oh, no, made t- 2000, play. it technically started, right? Yeah, 2000. Okay, so, so eight years. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot going on. Dick Duran, I don't know too many people that were really happy about that hire. Right. But it is what it is. And it's a decent Decent, decent team. Nothing too big, but for them to come out on out onto the start was pretty amazing. Uh, and if you look, it, Trent Edwards did not look that bad through those four games. I'm, no, yeah, he was but, he was relatively like I'm not gonna say he was like a world beater, but he was safe. Um, he was pretty safe with the football. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say like maybe Tarad Taylor esque where. Maybe you weren't winning games just because of him, but he wasn't losing games for you. If you know what I mean? Uh, and of course we have to take into account those first four opponents, their records. I don't want to discredit that how bad they were. Um, the chargers win is pretty to my, I got to double check their record, but it, it's not too shabby, but he was playing good enough ball, but people notice it. Then it's hard to just look at the stats too, right? We can't just look at yeah. the stats as far as this goes. It's the thing I'm going through right now, trying to explain to people why Carson Wentz's 27 to seven touchdown INT ratio is not that great because no. of the gameplay. But Trent Edwards was, you know, he was active. He was doing stuff when he needed, when, you know, playing well enough this, when he needed to. Well, this is his second year too. Right. And I don't think he started in his, in his first, 
in his first year. Did he get any? Uh, he might have got like a, a late. Oh, he was. Oh, okay. Now I could see why he was the starter. I mean, his stats aren't that bad, but he was his record is five and four as a starter. He right. threw one more interception than touchdown. He's still better than JP Lossman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, no my, doubt. My left shoe is probably better than JP Lossman as an NFL quarterback. <laughs> um, but that is that is kind of I, a win is a win is a win. I mean, in a in a way, unless you go underneath it, like you're like you're saying with the whole Carson Wentz thing. And there's a lot of changes going on here. Like I mentioned, Donahoe was out in I believe 05. You got a second year quarterback that was drafted in the third round. So you're really just looking for anything. 2006 or seven and nine, 2007 year, year seven and nine. So, really, if you come off to that start, no matter what, you're looking at the positive of things. Sure. No, you doubt. know that you're kind of rebuilding without rebuilding. And there's no, okay, outside of Marshawn Lynch, and even then, I don't think really at this point, where's the household name? I mean, Fred Jackson had was you know had been around for a little while at this point. Uh, who's a big one? Stevie Johnson. Yeah, I'm talking like the house, house, as far as house. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, like, I get that. You don't you don't quite have that yet. No, but do, you, but do you have a nice core here where I think if you play well enough, you can pull out the division. Oh yeah, because like you said, there's there's no Tom Brady this year. I mean, the Dolphins do win division this year, but purely on Wildcat. Correct. You know, uh, it, this is back when the Bills defense was relatively good too. Mm-hmm. It, like there was, this is a point when the Bills defense was way more fun to watch than their offense. Uh, I remember having, you know, listen to my dad have conversations with this with neighbors and people that just friends. That defense was not too shabby. Paul Puzlesny, Terrence McGee, um, Leotis McCalvin. There's, Aaron, there's Aaron, oh, Aaron, Shobel. Aaron Shobel. Can't forget Shobel. Uh, Jabari Greer, like there's a lot of like decently decent named guys. Young Kyle Williams. I was gonna say, you can't forget young Kyle Williams, I 25 years that. old. I know. And, and like this is not a bad squad put together. Like like as far as a rebuilding something to build off of, okay, we can work with this. We can you know maybe there's some potential um, down the road, but we got to get through this year. And uh, it all it all starts with the quarterback position. It all starts with the quarterback position, yeah. and that was just – it was unfortunately just not to be. It was not to be. This hit changed him, and I did watch some clips, right? I did watch some clips of that year, and it's with a lot of guys when they get injured, there's that timidness, right? So now you get – Trent Edwards here, who's – this this guy is in his head. He got his bell rung. It's, he's a little timid, all right? So he's not taking his time. The sign of a really good quarterback is to take your time in the pocket, make decisions, to be prepared for a hit. If need be, be prepared for it. And his style of play just, just completely changed. I, I, I'm not, you know, it just, the timing, timing of it is everything. He looked comfortable. He looked relatively comfortable in those first couple of weeks, those first six, you know, five, six weeks. And then after that, it was a little timidness. And it showed in his on-field stats. 
this offensive line is not like world beating either. So no, no, it's 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 really not all that great. But he's making the best of it. So he had some decent one, you know, decent game. Two fifteen and a touchdown. Um, as far as yardage goes, two thirty nine mm-hmm. and a touchdown. Two seventy nine in passing yards. One touchdown. One int. Um, 197 passing yards, one touchdown, one INT. Um, and then he he only completed three passes uh, in that game. He got hurt and bounced back against the Chargers, 25 to 30, 261, and a touchdown. All right. So yeah, the Chargers were such eight and eight, eight and eight that year, but they're still talented. They're coming off of their, uh, I think it's the divisional round loss. I think they lost to the Patriots oh. in the divisional run. Is either that AFC or the, it's the AFC, Oh, it's the AFC, AFC Championship game year. Okay. Yeah. That's what it was. The ACL tear year. Um, Perry. No. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Have you ever seen that? The, they they made this sports movie movie parody called The Comebacks. Oh, I watched it. And the football, the, the one guy's the football player's name is, he calls himself Acel Terry. And the coach can't say it, so he just calls him ACL tear. And he's like, Can, oh, you, yeah. not call me? Can you not call me that? He's like, It's I a cell, it's a cell Terry. <laughs> ACL tear. Uh, that's funny, but I mean, what happens if he doesn't get hurt? I mean, they they lose some, I mean, they did win some close games, but they did lose some, you know, games or a little bit better of an effort from a less timid. Um, Trent Edwards is potentially the, the difference rounds were four and 12 and they lost to them you know they didn't lose by much nine points to miami nine points to the jets 10 points to the patriots they lost it by two points to the browns kansas city no they beat kansas city 54 to 31 they couldn't oh i don't think that lost me couldn't have played or jp what Hold on. I got to see the box score for this one. Who is it, Kansas City? Yeah. That oh, was... Edwards did play in it. He had a pretty decent game. Yeah. Yeah, but you this know, was... Losing, losing to San Fran, who was kind of a nothing team at this point, 3-10. to 10, Three points against Miami in round two. You lose by four. Oh, this hey. is bad Chiefs team. Yeah. Even still, to put up that kind of points is kind of crazy, but... Um, you know, just a lot of offensive falling apart. You didn't score one point on a Tom Brady list Patriots team in week 17. You know, it, it's, it's not that stuff, but listen, we're not, we're not sitting here saying that, oh God, Trent yeah. Edwards, they're going to the Super Bowl. No, but there's a, there's a chance here that if this team, you know, if Trent Edwards isn't hurt and he's playing the way that he did. All right, that he was in the first six, seven weeks, minus that bad one, mm-hmm. that this team could be finding themselves as the divisional champion. That is a strong possibility. I, I mean, I don't like, want to discredit this, Miami's year. I don't want to discredit Miami's year. You but, could kind of, I've, I used to hang on to that year, but you could kind of discredit that year for Miami. That was like the Wildcat year. So uh, we rode that thing to the playoffs. But it's still so wide open. I mean, even the Jets were playing good. There's Brett Favre. Because uh, the Jets were out to an amazing lead, too. Like, it seemed like everybody in that division was hot. 
and the only two teams that could really maintain that, you know, that winning streak or I, I don't want to say winningness. <laughs> but, Miami, New England, but Miami, New England. And it seemed like whoever was going to be the strongest horse at the end of the race was going to win the division. And it came down to pretty much a tiebreaker because Miami beat New England. I think, I don't know if they beat them once or twice, but that is what separated that division was a tiebreaker. And it's, when you look at it, it looks like the bills just had a lot of trouble in the division. They split, they split by the way. Who did Miami, New England. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Cause I know there was that one game where they, like I said, this was the ride, the wildcat year, but you're looking at it. And you see a lot of like little losses that they could have did and they would have been right in this race because they only ended at seven and nine, which is pretty good for this team. Looking back on it, this isn't that bad for Bill's team. You know, if you do beat a San Francisco with Sean Hill as their starting quarterback, because San Francisco is not what we think of San Francisco at this point, you know, today. Right. So you beat San Francisco. There's another one. You you lost by seven, and it just seems like he kind of lost. Like you said, he kind of lost an edge looking at these games. Where confident. I mean, what it's it's confidence. It's it's confidence, and we know how important that is as a, as a QB. Two right? points. Two points to Cleveland. Brady Quinn's their quarterback. Is Cleveland's all right in a wait, right? No, no. okay, they're not. No, one of the no. years they got they were they were kind of close. They, That's they, Kelly Holcomb was their starter. Okay, but I mean, we, when you can't put together wins like that, I mean, again, you get blanked against New England. They're at, at home. Yeah, I I mean, I get it. New England was still good. They were playing for something there, but. Not that that was going to be the difference maker of the season, but you can't get blanked at home by a non-Tom Brady, by a Tom Brady-less team. You know, put, to put up three points against San Francisco and Miami in an entire game, that's it's bad. You also there's, there's a couple games here where, you know, some things go right, and literally Buffalo is it, it, they're winning. They're winning more. They're in the mix. But, I mean, after that, that I think it's after the four, the four and one, the four and zero start. They lost like eight of their eight of their remaining games. I think he also suffered a groin injury this year. He did. He was out for two games. I think in the like fourteen, fifteen. It might have it honestly might have been those weeks that. So, um, yeah, it was he? Uh, he missed the Miami and uh, Jets game. Second Jets game. Well, there's a difference right there because the Jets were not. I think that's when Favre was still dealing with injuries. So maybe that was kind of his thing. First, you get this concussion. And this is, I think this is before safety protocols, if I'm not mistaken, where there wasn't like, that guy needs to come out. He got hit in the head. Right. You know, spotters as what it is today. I think it's still, as you stated it, a bell rung league. You know, you get whacked in the head, you get your bell rung. So you get your bell rung. So who knows if he even was fully recovered from that concussion? Right. That is, I mean, they say it was pretty severe. And that, that is knowing, the, how, knowing how the NFL is with players and 
and concussion safety and stuff at that, even at that point, even to this day, you know, they put, they let Tom Brady play with an, uh, the MCL torn MCL, the Super Bowl year. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, who knows what, you know, they Trent Edwards was feeling at that time. Thanks for your time. And then they kick him to the curb, you know? So uh, th- that's, you know, that concussion. And then you hurt your groin. So now only literally and figuratively is your head right. And now you're dealing with the pain in your groin area where you're, I know a quarter, he wasn't the most, you know, he wasn't the Lamar Jackson type or anything like that, where he's going to take off and run, but that still affects you walking. Anybody that's ever had a groin injury knows that it affects you. So there and compounding injuries we've seen with, people can mentally fatigue you. I mean, I hate to bring him up, but Andrew Luck, pretty much the reason why he was retired because he was mentally fatigued from getting injured, rehabbing it, getting injured, and then dealing with that pain kind of weighs on your head. Right. So I'm thinking it it's definitely a compound of things because the next year, it's like a completely different quarterback. It's like, he's not even, not even the same guy at all where you could still kind of see glimpses down the stretch here, but it's definitely something where if he doesn't get injured, you probably think of the San Francisco win definitely. And the Browns win, which is another two wins and they're going nine and seven, which is very respectable for that division. Respectable. Right. And and again, who knows how, how that all. Yeah. At least two more wins, which is, which is a step in the right direction. You know, that's okay. We can maybe do something with this Trent Edwards cat. And, And the bills might actually have a franchise quarterback at this point that they've been searching for. That's uh, it. It is possible. Like it's it's crazy how that you know that that I, changed so quickly. That hit definitely changed, it changed a, lot. a lot. But it could I mean, also it's not, like it's not like Bledsoe magnitude changing a lot. But no, um, I mean not even close to that. But that that one hit it it it, it routed their entire season. Uh, I don't even know how long, much longer Dick Tron lasted after that. He lasted until the end of or until the m- middle of the next season. Okay. Uh, let's see. He was three. I don't know how that's. Oh yeah. That. So he lasted nine games because he was three and six the next season. Perry fuel took over and he was three and four. And then Chan Gailey gets brought in. So this hit changes a franchise too. I mean, Dick Duran is not the most amazing head coach in the world. Not a ball of fire, right? No. So, I mean, there's things there, but. Okay, so they go seven and nine. Maybe they improve on that the next year. But, you know, Brady's back. But maybe they can improve on that next year. And Ryan Fitzpatrick never touches the field, really, because Trent Edwards is feeling good. That's that, that was my, like, next big, like, thing of this is just do they even bother signing Fitzpatrick at this point? Maybe signing him, but touching the field, probably, possibly no. No, not unless there's 
not unless he gets injured, which we know we finally because this was because this year JP Lossman's gone, I believe, and then they're like, hey, let's start Brian Brom for a game. Trent Edwards and then Fitzpatrick came in and was like, oh, this guy's pretty good. So we'll go with we'll go with Fitz. Right. But and then it ushers in probably another favorite era in Bill's um in Bill's fandom is the Chan Gailey Buddy Nix era. I did love listening to Buddy Nix. <laughs> I'm not a Bill. But this one hit just I think kind of sent the I don't want to sit that I don't want to make it sound so impactful, but I think Dick Duran probably stays throughout all of next year and you could actually see something going. You'd not, you don't have to worry about a quarterback because this is a very, we Trent Edwards is a very sustainable quarterback. Like you said, he's not going to win you game, right? He's safe. Anything that you would have had to say sign from there, it would have to be an upgrade. It would have to be a visible upgrade where I feel a lot through that era. It was bandages, right? Yeah. And if you have a team that's a core, actually a, like literally a quarterback away, that may be a big time free agent is looking your way, you know, it, it, a couple years down the road. Maybe, maybe everyone's like, Oh, I can maybe do something with this and, and take this team to the playoffs. That's more enticing than going from JP Lossman to Trent Edwards to Fitzpatrick to uh, EJ Manuel you know, the Terod Taylor years, those are all horizontal, like lateral moves, lateral moves in a sense. Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton. Right. Right. I mean, that, that, that could have been something <laughs> that because honestly could have been, that honestly could have been something. He went nine and seven. He did, but he's another guy. He's another guy in the same mold, but right. It, it, they're all like the same. I know? think it, it sustains. It's just Saints. I think you have continuity. I, I to me, it feels like what Alex Smith. It, it could have become what Alex Smith did for the Chiefs. It could have I'll become what that. Alex Smith did to the, to the Chiefs. Do they have the weapons? You know, it, maybe the weapons come along. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill's management isn't really all hasn't been all that smart until the Brandon Bean era. No. It, you get a, a guy who you keep building it, building, building. See what you can get out of him. And then the first chance you get at drafting a franchise quarterback or signing or trading for a franchise quarterback, you take that. Um, Trent could have been son. He could have been a contender. <laughs> I could have been a contender. I think he, he could have. I think he could have been a contender. And I, I think it would have been really great for those really good Bills defensive years. Like yeah. if he could have just held out until what? When Jim, who was it? Jim Schwartz got there. Oh, that's way down the line. That's 2014. Was it really? Yeah. Jim Schwartz, defensive coordinator, 2014. And then it that was another dumb move. That's a great Bills what if. Wonder if they would have just kept Jim Schwartz when they hired Rex Ryan. And Rex Ryan would have been like, hey, run your defense. It was really good that year. <clears throat> Fourth and points against in 2014, but we're talking, but that's something that if you can get to, I can see a guy like Trent Edwards being pretty good. I mean, it's farther down the line. If he hasn't been replaced by then, maybe he does a little bit better. Right. And also too, you got to think like team building, you know, you play to their strengths, you know, um, 
he wasn't playing for a team catered to what he could do at quarterback. He was playing in a team that was catered to what JP Lossman could do. Uh, and I use quotations what, for that, but that, what, that, that's, that's a big, do. that's right. What you should, <laughs> that's a big thing when it comes to like, a lot of people don't just get, you can't just plug and play anybody into your system, into your quarterback. It takes time to develop a system around a quarterback. And so some of them get it. Some of them don't, um, you know, uh, Kirk cousins in Washington played his entire Washington run with a uh, the team that was built for RG3. I used to say this a ton on the podcast. It was a team built for what RG3 can do as far as the playbook goes, as far as the personnel goes. That's the sort of thing that happens. And, you know, I, I know Kirk is stat stat guy, really, really good. Success outside of, you know, in Minnesota has been a little uh, not so great. But that's the kind of thing that that comes into play there. Kirk, you know, took it, it took that team who kept dropping pieces, dropping pieces, dropping pieces to a postseason appearance. All right, they won the NFC East in 2015. Kept losing pieces. You know, if they built around what that individual can do, who knows? And listen, I don't really remember what Trent Edwards' strength is, and we never got to see it. We never really got to see it if there was one because of that hit and because of the deterioration of Trent Edwards as QB one in Buffalo. From what I'm getting at is he's your prototypical West Coast guy. Right. Because I think that's what it was. Not a giant cannon of an arm. From what I understand. Your intermediate passes, push the, just keep the ball. Yeah. I think I got his combine rating somewhere. I got a Trent Edwards jersey hanging up here. I forgot I bought one. I still remember going to mom's coffee shop and seeing they had Trent's tricks. Oh, and I really thought it was a real. Cereal. Oh yeah. You told me. Yeah. You mentioned that before. It was like a fake cereal box or something like that. So Trent Edwards, here we go. 2007, uh, 40 time. Maybe it was a little bit quicker. It was a four, seven, eight. That's not bad. Uh, not great, but not bad. Decently strong guy. 19 reps at two twenty five. Wonderlick is 31. Uh, he was rated a C overall in the combine. He had a good, I, I got to mention this. He, his hand size was larger than nine inches. Oh, that is important. I want to mention the hand size, but it's, it's a grade of 60 is pretty good. I mean, Take what you want with the combine, because I've seen Grady's or Brady's, and it wasn't as good. But right, I don't put much stock in the combine personally. But looking at his scores and everything, he's he's a decent guy that you might be able to do something with. Yeah. Oh, his hand size was ten inches. Oh. I even got an arm length. That's pretty. That's pretty hot. Uh he. He had bigger hands than Ryan Leaf. But <laughs> I think he was the guy that also needed work, and they kind of shuffled him in, like you mentioned, coaching development, not right. fitting the system. Right. This is Marv Levy years. So no knock on Marv, wonderful head coach, but when you get older, wasn't the best Bill's general manager. So that's something that's 
a little out there. Right. Uh, but yeah, this is kind of a, what, what could have been, I think this definitely sustains them. You probably get Ryan Fitzpatrick. Maybe he's not the starter and you don't feel like you have to jump the gun on EJ Manuel, which is probably one of the worst quarterback drafts. Yeah, that was a terrible ever, ever in NFL history. Right. I would love to do that too. Just look at worst quarterback drafts ever. Yeah. Uh, at some point we could probably do NFL history <laughs> and do that. But, uh, um, but I think the overall thing is maybe the bills are, do they break the drought? There's, this is their strongest possibility. Well, this was everybody's strongest possibility of winning a division, making the playoffs. Cause the FC is very good at this point, as we mentioned. Between, you know, Peyton Manning still with the Colts. The Titans were pretty decent. Uh, the Steelers with young Ben Roethlisberger. But this was their window to best chance to make in the playoffs, win in division. But I think the Bills would have been the, I don't want to, Bills fans might get bad, kind of the lovable losers or the laughing stock of kind of one of the laughing stocks of the league at this point. Yeah, and yeah, there's a lot of factors that go into all this. Maybe you don't pay, overpay, as you said about free agency. Maybe they don't have to overpay for Mario Williams. Right, you don't have to get a one-year Terrell Owens contract. Yes, <laughs> and, to and get waste, ticket and, prices. and waste and waste the key of the city. Was you that never no? Know. You never know. What so, year was that? That was 09. I think it was the fall. I think it was the 2009 season. Wherever, uh, whenever Fitzpatrick took over. Is that it was the 09 season. Yeah. So I remember that yeah. excitement too. People but, call. I remember what? sitting at when Honey's was where, what was it? I don't know if you remember JT Weefields. Yeah. It's still, it's open as holidays right now. Yeah. I remember sitting there and they announced it and I'm eating, I'm eating dinner and some Bills fan turned around and looked at me and was like, we're going to the Super Bowl." And I'm like, yeah, just keep on eating your food. Yeah. Yeah. But Trent Edwards could have been a pretty good Alex Smith. You mentioned Kirk Cousins, maybe a little bit below average Kirk Cousins, I would have to say, but yeah, Kirk is a stat monster. I'm not saying that Trent Edwards could have been that, but you know, there's there's some possible holdover if he stays healthy and upright. So, um, but I think that's it, everybody. Just to, I just want to do a fun little one for our, you know, our, our Buffalo listeners. I know it's one that everybody talks about. What could have been um, with Trent? That start to that 08 season was uh, it brought a lot of hope. It brought a lot of hope. So that is it, uh, Andrew. You get choice next week. Do you know what? Uh, what if you have in yes. mind? Let me. Check my notes. Yeah, we could surprise him. We could surprise him. (laughs) We'll surprise him. But uh, that is it, everybody. Thank you so much. Plenty more uh, two-point conversation uh, talk for you all week. As you know, five days a week, every single week. Check us out. BICBP-radio.com, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts. Come find us on Facebook. We just hit over 12,000 likes on the page. Thank you for all that support. Um, But, yeah, that is it. On behalf of Andrew and I, till next time. The two-point conversation is good. We need team. We need team.